listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. God damn, I feel amazing. Damn, I'm in the matrix. My mind is living on cloud nine and that nine is never on vacation. Start up that Maserati and vroom, vroom, I'm racing. Popping pills in the lobby and I pray they don't find a nigga. And I pray you niggas is hating. Shooters go after Judas. Jesus Christ, if I live life on my knees, ain't no need to do this. Park it in front of Ludus. Next to that church is chicken. All you pussies is losers. All my niggas is winners screaming all my life. I want money and power. Respect my mind or die from less shout. I pray my I did get big as the Eiffel Tower so I could fuck the world for 72 hours. God damn, I got bitches. Damn, damn I got bitches. Damn, I got bitches. Wifey, girlfriend, damn and mistress. Bitches. All my life, I want money and power. Respect my mind or die from lead showers. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Which means it's feedback time, y'all. That's right. Yes, it is time for us to give you the thoughts on the things that you thought about what we thought about the things we initially talked about yes that's right um you can find us on the blackouttips.com you can also go to itunes and stitcher search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews today is the day that we read those on the show mm-hmm. if they're five stars and we like them that's right so there's still some stipulations but we will read them if we like them so mm-hmm. i mean come on uh you can also do things like vote on the polls at the com. you can leave us emails the at gmail dot com uh you can leave us voicemails throughout the week uh 704-557-0186 just make sure that uh it's less than three minutes and we'll play it on the show the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and sadly the countdown is ended y'all oh the countdown is ended man it's officially over <sighs> bobby broke I they got know. him we won yo we were rooting for you bobby he took a plea deal i guess he said he'd been there so long fuck it huh i mean it's such cruel and unusual punishment right. man if you just think about it man like two years of your life gone already and then it's like now i gotta get y'all seven more well no nah, it's not seven more because oh. they're gonna give them some some time served but that's the point is like it's like it's um it's so unfair because at some point you gotta leverage what you have already lost and just be like well fuck it man give me five more years i'm used to prison life now i've been doing this shit for two years you know by the time i get out hopefully i'll be you know still a young man and maybe i could still do something with my life but you know they got them on conspiracy to like uh it was like conspiracy to have a firearm and shit like a possession of a firearm it wasn't even some like trafficking or distribution or like it's just some bullshit man mm-hmm. it you know i and that, you know obviously without knowing all the fucking details it just sounded like some bullshit it sounded like they right. they got all them niggas together and they was like we want all y'all and y'all have become a big deal because of this music and shit and some of these motherfuckers are actually like killer motherfucker criminals right and bobby whether you was involved intricately or not because it's not like they pin some murder rap on him or some Mm -hmm. shit or even conspiracy to commit murder Mm -hmm. possession of firearm dog like that's the same shit plaxico birds got and, and was out of jail in like a year and some change like it's just the game is all fucked up man so uh anyway man hold your head bobby man i hope you get out soon me too sweet you know i understand because it's one of those things where even if you don't do it i understand just being like fuck it man like i don't want to be in here forever 
right just, i don't want to die in here basically yeah give me some hope like maybe i can get off with you know a lighter sentence or something but yeah so he had to plead out seven years so that's the last of the uh bobby schmurter counter man oh yep a sad day man but you know hopefully he just be okay in there and and get out soon man because it just every time i see that little dude face it just like he just did not know this shit was going down like this nope and uh for them young folks listening when your parents be like watch the folks you hang around like that don't be no bullshit like i know when people young they blow that shit off like that shit ain't important yeah but it's one of them things where they was like oh you like your crew i'm not they was like we don't give a fuck y'all all going down yeah you know i i can't even deny it like i would love to to be like oh no i don't have nah that's that's it that's how it is at this point um so i you know feel bad for bobby man so me too sweetie let's read off the people that donated to the show and i guess he might as well do it to his joint Alright. Simone E hit us with the one time donation. Thank you very much, Simone. Cedric W. Cedric the Entertainer. Thank you very much for your recurring donation. Michael D hit us with the one time donation. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate you. Larry B recurring donator. Thank you, Larry. Oh, Larry. Oh, Larry B. Larry B. Cecil H recurring donator. Noel W recurring donator. Thank you very much, Noel. Uh, Linwood C, the old, old black man name. B. Cole. B. Cole hit us with the recurring donation. Thank you, B. Cole. Yes, sir. Harold W recurring donator. Thank you, Harold. Kimberly J recurring donator. Pamela A B recurring donator. Thank you very much. And that's everybody for this week. Thank you. Better ball out, ball out. Fall out. Fall out. The way that I'm lost out. Oh, Bobby. God damn it. Sorry. Anyway, five star reviews. Let's get into this. Try to salvage something from this terrible, terrible news. I know. Literally my fave podcast, five star review on iTunes by Sir Charles. Sir Charles, oh, okay, it's with a S E. Okay, I was glad it's not. It's like I know Charles Barkley don't like this shit. Mm-mm. You too woke for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. How come y'all keep acting like the white man is wrong? Um, <laughs> smart, witty, informative, funny, and real. Whenever people ask me about podcasts, this is the first one that I mention. Happy the Blackout Tips Day. Peace, Charles. Thanks, Charles. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, uh, black girl with PhD says, don't be a racist or a hotel. Five stars. <laughs> this is one of the best podcasts around. Period. With four exclamation points and caps lock. Mm, oh, five exclamation points, I think. It's important to get the exclamation points right, y'all. 
erotic karen are funny and insightful on the all the hot topics of the day if you are a black person and you don't listen to black tips, then you are obviously a hotel if you are <laughs> if you are a non-black person and you don't listen to the black tips, then you are obviously a racist and if you don't want to oh, be Lord. a hotel or a racist then you have to listen to the show oh you know what? i agree you know that's our science right there i feel like uh uh, she has a phd so we gotta we gotta roll with what she said always on time five stars by e kenner says much like many of the list other uh like much, little bit of do much, much like many of the listeners i stumbled across the blackout test via the evening jones my wife and i have recently lost a child well, i'm sorry that, yeah sweetie. and i was forced to come back to work before i was mentally ready in a profession where having my cell phone was strictly prohibited needless to say i wasn't concerned about what was allowed or not and i listened to mr and mrs who tips <laughs> to keep me leveled i really just wanted to write you guys uh to remind you how you affect people with every episode much like colin kaepernick you are making a difference in your own way and is uh is exactly what our community needs sending you guys much love from arkansas slash texas p.s enjoy your anniversary we did and thank you thank you sweetie yeah we that's you looked out for us um i guess some of these are coming in like a little late because uh itunes like sometimes even if you send us a the review on like the second it, it won't pop up till a day or two later right it feels just kind of fairly slow sometimes yeah but mr and mrs who tips uh appreciate you mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh love these guys says Niha me uh maya 1995 i found these guys while at a very white college i felt drained and homesick coming from houston they are uh they are still a very part a very long part of my week i always play them in the car on a first date to make sure they woke enough for me hashtag black gay love ah! <laughs> hey there's a good litmus test <laughs> and they got a good sense of humor because you know i feel like we are you know inclusive but we're still not above laughing at silly shit or even laughing at problematic shit so it's not like we're so you know like well our show isn't even a comedy show it's not fun um you know it's just we have fun but you know we're also try to be a, a bit aware of our you know of this world mm-hmm. consume beverages cautiously while listening wayne.aw says what's the phenomenon called when you look forward to a long commute just so you can listen to a podcast whatever it's called i have that and i'm not even mad at the host rod and karen for it there's a lot of shows that discuss current events entertainment culture etc but how many shows also talk about sword ratchetness too well rod and karen do that and more you'll laugh you'll learn and you may even cry rod and karen have a special ability to tell a joke that will make you do a spit take one second and then share a perspective that challenges your own but you listen because you feel like you're listening to a friend be real with you but won't take but don't take my word for it listening in and find out for yourself p.s the sore ratchetness effect is so long i know i'm halfway to uh work by the time it finishes (laughs) oh yeah that sound effect is so long i i thought about getting another one but now it's like it's kind of ours so fuck it just a 30 seconds of a lot of dead time in the fight they take a lot of breaks <laughs> somebody called time out uh wonderful podcast lee 2065 says hi Ryder i just wanted to thank you for this wonderful podcast it's informative and hilarious after the she was lit and willie d episodes i had to become a premium member cue up the great work lisa w thank you lisa oh, you're welcome i even had to go back to listen to willie d fed up 
man he put out you know he put a video out have you seen the video oh, no. this guy this guy i i played it for justin on uh the pregame i think t- the not the latest one but the one before that oh, i gotta go back and listen to that and uh <laughs> i know how did justin respond you know what justin uh i was thinking he was gonna like it but uh he didn't like it uh because willie d lost him right away because uh it was some light-skinned slander in there <laughs> and justin is very sensitive to those topics as ratchet as he is uh he still is very sensitive to those topics so he was like i don't appreciate this and from that point on he had his arms folded so when uh you know when uh, when the homophobia hit in and the misogyny he was like yeah i don't like this so i just was laughing because i just i can't i mean he was just so angry he just didn't give a fuck and i mean it's willie d i don't think he ever would he's not he don't give a fuck about any of the shit that like if i'm like hey man you really shouldn't be calling people gay gay and stuff is pejoratively he'd just be like man shut the fuck up and i'd be like all right um do something else i mean it's still willie d what the fuck am i gonna do you know what i mean it's like that scene in atlanta in the jail that's so funny when the dude was just like well i just think uh when uh ernie ernest was like i just think that sexuality is a spectrum i mean it's really up to you what you want to do and then somebody was like nigga you gay as hell <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like that 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 real nigga ignorance is, is undefeated real nigga ignorance. you're trying to be reasonable right yeah like that should have that should have win every time <laughs> yes it will anyway the best like ever says uh by brinkley texas i love this you guys you both are so awesome and i love her laugh there you go care thank you uh and <laughs> it's lit five stars by i hate hating terrell jones <laughs> <laughs> oh. rod and karen you two are freaking awesome i'm in the middle of school my mom says i can listen to you lol don't worry and i hope one day i can have a podcast just like both of you well we got the babies looking at us oh you really helped me to be woke but not too woke you two are like my cyber parents for my birthday I asked my mom sign me up for a premium membership i'll keep my fingers crossed oh well thank you i hate 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 nasty real jones uh we appreciate you right then and uh as long as your your parents approved and yeah feel free to listen in man we are not responsible for the actions of any children uh <laughs> the black guy who tips is not accountable for your children if they some way get swayed by our views and all of a sudden they are not homophobic they are not misogynist they are not racism we have no control over how uh you respond to them mm, i'm more worried about them coming in and doing problematic shit in school but hey i appreciate you uh we got some five star reviews on stitcher uh Ooh. b says oh my god this is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is now i gotta find my uh uh find my sound effects i like it i get the hit again mm, it is that one is one of my favorites mm-hmm. um let me where are we at uh oh why is it taking so long for me to find this oh there we go oh my god this beautiful oh my god this beautiful yeah you know what else i went and found um so <laughs> uh this would be cute for everybody that uh you know it, it, it has nothing to do with nothing but um when we recorded with layla we did the um 
we did the spoiler reviews you know layla is our niece mm-hmm. and uh we do kids movie reviews with her mm-hmm. um so i recorded this during the middle yeah, of the that was the mouth mix we uh i forgot we recorded that i, I went and saw I that i didn't know you was recording I, we were just messing around yeah doing a mic check so that's the mouth mix y'all uh <laughs> meow. um forgot how we got a topic we started talking about cats and i didn't think i was funny. trying to get her to freestyle and then she said uh. she was gonna freestyle and she started meowing and so everybody started joining we was all meowing up in here yes and what was hilarious uh we had went to uh we was getting justin uh upgrading justin's microphone and so we had went to the audio place so while i was there you was checking out with the uh the dude i was back there with layla and i say i said layla she said yes i got something i want to tell you i said shh don't tell uncle roger she said what i said you know uncle roger used to rap and she looked, <laughs> I didn't tell her that. <laughs> and she looked at you. <laughs> she what? I said she looked at you. I said shh. Mm. All right. So back to the five star reviews. Oh my God, this is beautiful. Each show needs to come with a warning. You will laugh out loud no matter how hard you try to hold it in. I have involuntarily LOL'd on the bus at work in the gym. The list goes on. Ryder Karen keep me uh keep wait keep me. Oh, Rod and Karen can be the relied upon to deliver a hilarious but thoughtful commentary about issues that are relevant to me. Rod encourages listeners to challenge their prejudice. And when Karen delivers a rant, you better listen. Did I mention they're hilarious? I love this show. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Whitley F. Brooks writes in five stars. Woo! Who you finna try better than Rod and Karen? Uh, <laughs> now I gotta find that one. <laughs> ah that's the best yes sir all right i'm i've been listening to this show for the past few months and i am obsessed it provides so a much needed reprieve from my workplace uh when it gets me down the chat room is indeed racist but they are hilarious thank you guys for a phenomenal show you made me feel welcome though uh through both the podcast and twitter heart oh thank you oh thank you sweetie i'm glad you feel welcome and uh appreciate you uh listening Mm -hmm. uh seriously everybody this week great job thank you so much for the reviews man it really does mean a lot to us uh you just gotta think about like it helps us out with the uh with itunes and stitcher charts it also helps us you know to know people out there appreciate what you're doing because sometimes you know it does feel like you're talking into a vacuum or whatever and it's only that you guys provide the substance for this this show this once a week when we do this feedback show it's all it's all y'all really it's what y'all did 
to uh that keeps this going so thank you it is all you guys and i forgot to last saturday and i'm gonna do it this saturday before those are the stitch reviews yes okay for those of you who uh are trying to leave reviews on stitcher stitcher is a tidbit more complicated than itunes um just go to just just actually google the black guy who tips stitcher page and we'll come up on stitcher or either you can go to stitcher and find us and go through that message or or, or, or do that method but it's easy to type in the black guy who who tips stitcher page and once you click on it up in the top right hand side of the page it'll go leave a review you actually click on it and once you click on it it allows you to actually do your stars and leave a review uh and once you do that stitcher actually emails you you have to do a form of an email confirmation if you don't it'll never post so if you've actually left us a review through stitcher and you find trying to figure out what happened check your junk because most likely it may have got sent to your junk mailbox like your regular in basket and once you confirm your uh email address through stitcher then stitcher will post it there you guys go um thank you also uh let me shout out the people that hooked us up with the amazon wish list because it's funny somebody was like y'all need to put more stuff on here because uh i guess if you follow our wish list it sends the person um a like a actual update that your birthday's coming and everybody knows my birthday's coming <laughs> so it was like hey this person this person's birthday is coming so you oh, need- i didn't know that i guess it does i i oh, i didn't okay, know it did that because it's connected to you okay yeah so it was like uh you know they were like put some things on here um so i'm gonna you know do my best to, to put some stuff on there for you guys um mm-hmm. to check out um but yeah we got some stuff this week yes we did um, thank you everybody for even considering and thinking about us yeah robbie uh robbie r hooked us up with two candles uh, we had these candles that we really like they're like mason jar candles mm-hmm. um and they smell like <laughs> my favorite one is uh, uh the banana nut uh smell it's like it's like smell my nuts uh yeah that's what this, it says yeah this one is the hot buns um Ooh. and so it's like a, a cinnamon bun um and th- these candles are so good so we put them on the list because you know we burn candles and incense and stuff around the house all the time mm-hmm. and uh you know now i can put one in this room and uh be burning you know be uh podcasting to the sweet smells of hot sticky buns ah! uh thanks to robbie thank you baby uh let's see who else said something uh oh somebody uh sent us uh jane uh aka the written one on twitter um says hey rod and karen just wanted to get you a little something uh in honor of the blackout test appreciation day thanks for all that you do and she got us the six piece egyptian towel set uh which one sorely needed guys it came right on time baby. y'all do not understand we don't know what the fuck happened our towels i think we lost a whole box of towels i washed we all the towels this week just to make sure we had some saved up and it's starting to look better in there now that i because i did i still went to the store and bought like fucking eight towels just in the on a whim because i was just like i don't think i'm gonna be able to shower in the morning I, if i don't have no fucking towels i don't know what happened i don't know if we got a box or we or it got misplaced it was like fuck it and or 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 it got put somewhere and we don't know where it is but all of a sudden we went from towels to like no towels i got up and i was like what the fuck what happened to the towels and it was like an overnight thing too Mm -hmm. um let's see what else uh oh 
this person sent in anonymously but we got a box of sampler coffee tea and whatnot for mm-hmm. keurig um which i drink coffee pretty much every day when i wake up first thing now um so um yeah this one i got to sample so many different types of coffee and starbucks coffee in there and all kinds of tea and stuff thank you so much and they said hope this fuels more hashtag fire emoji on twitter and the podcast appreciate y'all for everything you're doing they didn't say their name thank you so baby. some people you know if they want to be anonymous you can be anonymous yes absolutely uh but you know who you are baby thank you yeah and let me see was there anything else um i think i got everybody all right cool yeah that was everybody thank you guys mm-hmm. all right and, and i will go through uh amazon to see if i can add more stuff because like i said uh you know i i i heard i heard I'm, who am i to tell y'all not to give me stuff okay all right i'm just a man <laughs> and they want to give too we, we thank you and something i realized y'all uh people that uh say froggy stuff and uh act all crazy uh towards uh roger and i they wish they had half of the love we have like mm-hmm. y'all better realize the things that you guys do going out of your way listening subscribing leaving itunes reviews like we feel the love from the interaction with you guys and so it's like yeah they wish they had a fraction of the uh love that we have from you guys oh yeah uh we know we're loved oh so, yeah you know motherfuckers can say what they want to say yes they but, can um you know it's it's no doubt that uh people fuck with us so Mm -hmm. uh and yeah i'll take a look at that stuff later all right let's get into the comments okay the blackoutist.com episode 1276 willie d is fed up yes he was we had five comments uh max says man rod saw that song was six minutes and was like nah we'll play part of it three minutes in he couldn't stop lol willie d went snap off yes them last two minutes ain't even rap it's just willie just just being vexed let y'all know how i feel mm-hmm. if you were cool then this, i was like damn ah, willie going in he's like i'm tired of all y'all see the coon thinks that i was like oh when he preaching like that you just gotta let him do his thing all right uh great uncle bob says i listened to most of my podcasts at 1.5 speed but when that willie d came on bruh i had to rewind and play that at normal speed so problematic and so good and says hillary might want to consider using the willie d song as her new campaign song <laughs> where the coons at uh i don't think she want to do that Mm-mm. uh will in toronto says shout out to, to to josh for putting me on to this willie d coon track you the real mvp bro the last two minutes definitely ranks up there with suge Knight's speech at the 95 source awards but doesn't quite reach uh. the elite level of karen's prolific rant on fable on the nerd off <laughs> <laughs> Or when that dude from nintendo died that was a good one that was that was pretty bad real dark knight said when i was listening as rod said the song was six minutes and not gonna play it out i was like cool two minutes in i said hold up now four minutes in i was like please don't stop this shit six minutes in i had to rewind i would it would have been perfect had he left out the homophobic and rape drill shit i mean yeah it would have been but i don't think willie was i don't, I don't think, think he was doing that song with that in mind <laughs> he was like i don't give a fuck uh the new willie d song too far not far enough for just right 38 percent of people say too far 15 percent say not far enough now i don't know what y'all want to do Ooh, i don't want to i don't know if i want to hear the song y'all want to hear and 46 percent say just right 
uh will in toronto says man if he could have just left out the homophobic and rape drug reference it would have been perfect uh whitley brook f brooks says i loved how he called everyone out on their internalized racism but i really wish you would have left out the homophobic comments twice and the rape reference yeah he was willie was gonna do what he had to do bro he just like i said i don't think there's nobody in that circle that's like willie this might be too much i mean it's willie d what you gonna say nothing willie come to you and say you like this song the answer is yes yes all of it um uh, we had episode 1277 stormtrooper white where we had my man chris lambert on discussed a bunch of stuff i always like the episodes of chris lambert we get into Mm -hmm. a bunch of topics tj says white folks love it just as much as black folks do i don't even know what that means it must be to the pole oh yeah do you feel conflicted about eating chicken in front of white people as the pole so i guess he left a comment there uh c6 says the thing that fascinates me is how many people who recognize that it's a problem when men feel entitled to a woman's intention attention see the recent backlash to that how to talk to women to a woman who was wearing headphones article yeah i saw that article i didn't even bother reading it uh that was uh, that shit felt like a troll or something and it was like old too and it was just coming back up uh, for some reason the periodical that, that that happens you'd be like this happened years ago what's happening here yeah i yeah but you're right a lot of people are like yeah men shouldn't do that but when lena dunham is acting like she's entitled to obj's attention they defend her mm, white women do i mean you know i'm not hashtag not i'm not even not all women hashtag not brown women uh, uh you know i think that was the really the part that was dangerous almost mm-hmm. to this whole thing mm-hmm. if you watched how quickly white women were writing part like white writing either tweets or publications trying to identify and co-sign um lena dunham that's the danger of it it's the scary part of all this shit mm-hmm. is somebody it shows you that culture where it's not even about people being right anymore it's about who that person is um because what she said was in no way something that anyone should have felt the need to defend or identify with but it was a bunch of women being like yep this is what this is how it is for us bigger sized women this is what it means this and it's like yo you did you gloss over this like this this isn't none of this happened for real like this is all in her head you know um so yeah it was it was kind of weird to see how quick people were just putting shit out and this and that's the danger of that whole like culture with hashtag white feminism is that it's so uh about um just getting to the level where white men are and that's it and they're not concerned with anything else for the most part nope uh max says i don't eat watermelon but i'll kill fried chicken I go on to soul food and country cooking cause, uh, restaurants with my white coworkers many times and they get the fried chicken faster than I do, but we all eat fried chicken together. Ooh. Oh, you meant, <laughs> oh, you meant, uh, this. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, I think that's what you meant. Uh, and thanks for the, the diligence on the guest the race theme song. It feels like some things are right in the world again, but I'm dumb. You're welcome okay you're welcome i'll take no karen you don't try to take credit okay i'm the one that's been coming through for the people all right and you guys ah! are welcome someone should be focused on it uh around this part mm, you know. i don't know who you're talking about of course not of course you wouldn't um all right and then the poll wait why is the poll acting stupid on this page let me refresh give me a second um 
all right oh shit hold up my whole internet off let me pause this shit real quick all right yeah so yeah i'm podcast land you guys won't hear but our internet just went in and out for a few uh for a little bit there um at any rate we are back um and i was trying to check the results of the poll i believe because uh that shit was not working uh so let me try again (laughs) now and that may explain why yeah yeah internet was down i mean that it does require internet to check the poll results guys believe it or not um we don't use carrier pigeon anymore Mm -mm, days over do you feel conflicted about eating chicken in front of white people yes noah i'm not black nine percent of our audience says i'm not black they need to vote in the poll i understand 72 percent says they don't feel conflicted and 19 percent of people still feel conflicted about eating chicken in front of white folks i don't i'm hungry i'm gonna eat yeah i remember we all had some chicken at uh <laughs> i remember <laughs> this is so stupid but uh it's real we uh were getting uh taught about um uh, at our internship with enrolls you know they teach us all kinds of etiquette and stuff and they was like you go out to lunch you know it's what you want to order you know fancy dinner stuff like that and i was like you don't want to order that fried chicken you know because uh you know it's hard to eat you gotta eat with a fork or something and all this shit and i was just thinking like i wonder because you know it's a it's for academically talented minority youth right so my question was do y'all tell would they just tell any intern this or is this like a listen y'all black don't order no chicken i think you know i might be wrong but i think they tell people that because it's a finger food yeah i mean that's what they were saying it was just kind of funny like y'all just telling us because we niggas yeah what um oh my god it was just so weird um will in toronto says i'm not conflicted but i do make sure to give them the look like the like you better keep whatever comment you had in your mind to your damn self ain't that the truth angry eating chicken i don't wanna i don't like to eat with a smile on my face well, Alan, i smile too but still you, you, i don't care what I, the, the, the look of you better keep it to yourself ain't no smile i don't know what, you, what look y'all talking about uh ali says i'm a black woman i was on a date with a white man we started talking about how we both like to cook he asked me what's my most requested dish, and i hesitated to say fried chicken it went smoother than i thought because he jumped right in and said he loved fried chicken but he doesn't know how to make it and only gets it from popeye since he didn't say he gets his fried chicken from kfc i knew i could work with him and he got a second date ain't that the truth yeah kfc would have been a deal breaker no one likes well white people like kfc lol but that like i got it from kng cafeteria Mm -mm, mm -mm, no can't do that either but that awkwardness is real when dating interracially with things like that because if you were a black man i would have no qualms about bragging on my fried chicken that's true hey man like i always say they got us all fucked up shout out to crit like there's no reason to be ashamed of eating fried chicken but somehow that is a thing we have to think twice about yeah, because we, of stereotypes it's so sad chicken in there we're gonna be cooking up for the games tomorrow Mm-hmm. and i'm gonna buffalo some cauliflower hey. collard up me some of them greens mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> uh eve says people who have these stereotypes about black people will have them regardless so you might as well just enjoy the chicken mm-hmm. the truth. that's what i'm saying be free 
my grocery store was some bank had some fr- banging fried chicken i was eating it on the way home and this woman looked at me like while we were at a stoplight and held my drumstick up to her and then continue eating um, <laughs> i don't give a fuck i hear you evie you live your life for yourself uh we had episode 278 where we had uh tim andy and randolph on from the three guys on podcast and it was called throwing grits uh four comments prof Corey says i'm pregnant serena it's yours oprah uh yeah well, we was talking about trapping these uh rich women <laughs> if men could trap them uh and rod you read my mind when you said he was going full nate parker when we suddenly heard the daughter perfection oh yeah when randolph had yeah she often appears when uh when uh randolph is on the show man the princess will, will show up man his daughter is just uh just so so adorable man Jeez, um and uh on three guys on sometimes she'll come in and tell a joke uh yeah that'd be the best that shit cracks me up every time man she's just uh such an adorable little girl jasmine says rod i thought you were better than this i believed in you we all believed in you and you do this to put salt in your grits how could you betray us like this first of all everybody on the podcast that day said they put salt in their grits why are you singling me out jasmine hmm what's next you gonna put cheese in it too absolutely i do oh yeah i put cheese in my grits what are you eating uh, uh dessert i'm eating grits baby <laughs> salted cheesy grits uh for shame i will await your written apology for insulting my taste buds and my intelligence sir well i think we just know what the poll is today because i feel like i'm well in my rights to salt up and butter up and cheese up some grits <laughs> i'll go i'd do it right now if i could ain't that true the show is over we might be doing some grits I was like, we can do breakfast you check out my uh check out my uh my twitter and my instagram and my facebook because i'm gonna be salt cheesing buttering up some grits uh great podcast love three guys on hashtag tim miller lives says miss danny 10 thanks miss danny um and lastly do you believe cat williams did that shit is the poll i don't even think you need to listen to episode to vote in this one uh 94 percent of people believe he did that shit Mm -hmm. and six percent say nah um i don't know man that i i don't know what it takes to believe a woman these days if you don't believe that woman i mean that three dollar pussy ass bitch sounds just like some cat would say um i'm asked with million dollar bitches and shit like (laughs) 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 your three dollar pussy ass bitch um miss smart says on episode uh what was it 1279 gorilla bay um miss smart says thumbs because i talked about opposable thumbs Mm -hmm. i once went to look at an apartment did the whole tour then when i was done the dude handed me the paperwork he didn't have thumbs there was no nubs or anything he appeared to have been born that way i couldn't live there because i knew i'd be obsessed with watching him watch him open doors check to see if he checking to see if he did when what he did when his shoes became untied etc but i'm a better christian now ah you changed so you can live there now or you mean yeah i wonder what that i think you just you're not better you just didn't live there if you live there you still be looking um but yeah i mean i'm assuming that some people have to be born without thumbs that's people that have everything and you know it probably would be interesting to know how he navigates that because you know thumbs are built into everything just like how being left-handed makes shit awkward i mean having no thumbs gotta make shit extremely 
difficult to deal with um mm-hmm. certain to a certain extent you know we take our thumbs for granted we do and arendelle county schools i'll go ahead and take credit since it's my county progressive on some things backwards on other things most parents have no idea what is going on in their schools they are all there are already trans students in schools and students that cannot be alone with other children i.e in the bathroom etc for privacy and safety reasons in my case the student had molested other children i can't recall if all the teachers knew or if only that student's teachers had that information yeah that's the thing everybody keeps being up in arms at these school board meetings what about this and what about that it's already happening right y'all at this point it's up to the adults to figure a way out to handle it but just making some blanket rule like it's gonna outlaw this idea that well we just make a rule and nobody will be transgender now you sound fucking stupid you know what i mean uh will in toronto says man i was just having a discussion about whale meat the other day because i read an article about the rock eating it ain't no way i'm eating some whale i mean do they sell it about a pound about a square foot nah i'm good on that (laughs) a few years ago i heard that jerk kangaroo had become had uh, heard about jake jerk kangaroo and had the same thought you had who in the hell looked at that thing and said i'm gonna eat that i ain't eating any animal that could put on some boxing gloves and whoop me (laughs) (laughs) at that what point do we finally get oh first of all i would eat both of those i just would like to go on record uh all right at what point do we finally get michelle rodriguez out of here she, she need to be gone can't believe she used to be a thing you know mm-hmm. that's terrible she's just such a bad at being a person i can't think of a role she's done while i walked away thinking you know nobody else could have nailed that role like michelle rodriguez right. thank god she's still making movies <laughs> Well, she was a paladin avatar. I think that was a role only she could have done. I'm just waiting for her to apologize as usual and blame it on the henny or the goose. Yeah. Prof Corey says, what an important point. When students of color struggle academically, it's usually more about the many ways that racism shapes their experiences, not about their academic ability. Yeah, you got in college. You know what I mean? You're not stupid. Uh-oh, what's going on? Just, just just popped up on my screen so i'm just what it say i don't i oh, can't read it oh here. it says pc ran into a problem we need to restart and he was just like fuck whatever you doing all right cool all right um <laughs> at any rate uh it just you know let me know if i need to invite you back on screen Karen. okay uh but yeah man you got into school you're not stupid mm-hmm. you you know it's um like when you see those lower graduation rates and the higher dropout rates i mean you have to assume at least in my opinion a lot of it's social you know a lot of school is social it's the culmination like because when you're in high school and junior high your parents help you with um you know routine they tip or parents or whoever you're living with or whatever there's routine it's certain it's rigid and all this stuff when you get to college you can pick what time your classes are you pick what days your classes are how many classes you're in i didn't go for eight fuck that my my day started at nine right like you can do whatever you know you can do all these different things so it would make sense that your dorm interaction uh study clubs how professors view you how teachers assistants view you you know one of the reasons I, I, that i think uh hbcus don't get enough credit is that in a lot of cases they have smaller classrooms um yeah, they do we give we give so much props to small 
private universities that do that and we're like oh that's top of the top of the line for for these kids right well that that wouldn't apply at a at a at a hbcu that has smaller smaller classrooms as well yeah. just forget race just as a just as a tactic of learning like so you know it's just little shit like that that i think gets swept out and so yeah things like uh and 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 you're going to recreate your social environment wherever you go anyway like you'll learn to assimilate everyone assimilates you probably already learned that lesson but when it comes to stuff like you know study groups and friendships that determine certain like things like who gets the 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 best partners and 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 meets up at the right times and whatnot it's just easier to meet up with people that are already in a certain type of social circle that you're already occupying as opposed to trying to step into a culture and you have a culture shock and a bunch of other shit in addition to the fact that you're now learning and, on your own and you're young so it's a lot yeah. of inexperience and stuff like that that goes along with that culture shock which is not fun yeah you know um so um she also says for the publications to call it segregated housing ignores the value of affinity groups there are all kinds of ways that universities support students in coming together over shared concerns and interests whether it's fraternities or sororities honors norms or housing that puts people together who want to work for political change in particular ways yo um here's the other part reason i like the whole segregated thing um you they clearly wanted a loaded term and this is what happens anytime white people get froze out they just try to complain they just try to say it's the same thing when it's not right but they wouldn't have said that about like a historically jewish university or all girls university or um the black student union you don't go to segregated student union you don't say that like it's clear what they were trying to do and it was a loaded term Amani says don't let flipper fool you dolphins are the biggest assholes of the animal world ah this story about james the nigga hating dolphin learning how to breathe through his mouth isn't cute it's terrifying they're human beings of the sea dolphins rape their females sometimes ah. for weeks at a time and will salt even human women when they're in heat they use sonar to pinpoint internal organs to do the most damage on all the ones and are one of the only animals besides us that will kill just for fun and are we sure dr manning hasn't been watching dragon porn don't drink these starbucks semen lattes what game of thrones is on apparently hey homie hey homie (laughs) the bible uh yeah i don't know i don't know uh what dr man is watching maybe he's watching those dolphins i don't know he's watching something i always do hear that dolphins are evil but i also don't be in the sea so i mean until they figure out how to until they get some opposable thumbs look like i still got the advantage over here homie y'all gonna have to learn how to drive or something to get to your boy eve says i'm glad whoopi goldberg spoke up for cap because when she's wrong she's so damn wrong but when she's right she's on point right yeah uh shout out to uh the other woman was on point too joey behart was on point too mm-hmm. uh she probably felt tired of people asking her about the incident i've been asked so much this past week what i thought as as someone who used to serve in the military i take no offense yeah i actually wore my um my cop pig socks to the gym this morning uh, how was that took received? a picture and everything you know i'm about it about it uh shout out to randolph terrence um oh not everybody gave me compliments i mean for the most part uh i think anybody that had a problem with it just didn't say shit to me because they knew what it was uh <laughs> them problems yeah but people was like y'all like them socks man 
uh i think because of that people were surprised at my stance particularly my husband's brother-in-law at the cookout this past week he's white but to compound it all when he said all lives matter my husband hung his head and groaned because he knew i was about to go off and i did and i don't care if i made the dude feel uncomfortable but i tell you what he's never going to come at me with that all lives matter bullshit again come on now i'm so fed up with people being able to look away then when black bodies are dying in the street but are are ready to lynch a guy for taking a stand against the issue good for whoopi and good for cap i feel you on that uh eve that's you know get old yeah um so the poll was universities having houses specifically for black students yay or nay um this is a pretty divisive poll 61 percent was yay but you know basically 40 percent of the people was like nah i don't want to shouldn't have that uh biggie dub says i think it's a good idea with the idea of being around people like you in an educational environment uh will help foster a deeper understanding which is what college is mostly about just don't uh be surprised when it gets the nickname nickatown dorm i mean they're gonna call y'all that anyway Evie, <laughs> like i never like uh i don't know when it was at some point i was just like yeah i'm never not doing something because of racism like right because <laughs> i gotta deal with it fucking regardless so right that's what if i got to deal with me being black you gonna have to deal with me being either black. right either way they still win right is if y'all get together they gonna call y'all niggas well, okay well we if they keep together they still well, we, call us niggas yeah well don't they still win if we can't hang out don't isn't it are we still losing eve says i think it's a good idea but i can't help but think about all the black dorms to be targeted for jackasses to vandalize it people to call the police on them for it to be labeled something derogatory it probably wouldn't be the same maintenance as the other dorms it's pretty pessimistic outlook but the way things have been going for students of color at some schools is a concern um i think this the, the universities that are enacting this would not let that happen as far as the maintenance and stuff like that mm-hmm. because you have to keep in mind this is voluntary these universities are are doing this and it's not some begrudging shit the ones that are doing it so far if it became a mandatory thing at every school that would be a whole that would be different um and maybe you would start to see a lot more resistance as far as students being racist shit the black kids they already doing it Come on, I mean, dog. this was a response to that. So we can't really. Oh, yeah, you walk in your room and you find a noose or some shit. You don't know who put it there. Your room right. looking all fucking insane. They think it's funny and shit. And right. it fucks up your learning environment. It fucks up your social and environment. It's stressful. I can't come home because I'm worried that y'all going to do some more. Y'all going to uh, put nigger on my wall or some shit. Like, it, yeah, that's one thing I don't have to worry about when I'm staying with all the black kids. Not to mention uh you don't have to stay there if you're black you can go stay somewhere else so you know i don't I really don't see any disadvantage to it um you know honestly and miss danny 10 says i went to a hbcu all the housing was for our black asses laugh my ass off <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing man but you go wherever you go and then you affect change how you can affect it so ain't nothing wrong with that you know mm-hmm it's just like those harvard kids that were uh had that campaign we played on the show one time and i remember my first reaction was almost to laugh because i was like these little microaggressions are not like to me i was like they're not real big problems like just fuck it just go to school fuck it who cares but then i you know i remember thinking on it i don't remember during the show or the next show i was just like no no you fight the fight you got like fuck that you know what i mean (laughs) like i paid my money to go to this university too like and and it matters what the fuck i think you know just because you're white doesn't mean you get to tell me how to feel about my own shit fuck you uh 
um and that's the only way people gonna learn by making them do you know making them learn uh lastly uh as far as episodes 1280 misogyny nigga uh my term that didn't catch on um far ah, ah. <laughs> says karen hit the nail on the head with that marijuana ish people of color are systematically being locked out of the marijuana industry a lot of these those companies banking now don't want competition Mm-mm. they have a solid monopoly the way it's set up since marijuana is still a schedule one drug banks won't give business loans or even open business accounts right. for it so, so these you places have cash and they have to get robbed so you have to have a lot of liquid capital to not only get started but to operate a legal marijuana business so many people of color just flat out don't have access to that type of wealth that affords them liquid cash like that that's before you even get to the regulations around it it's so crazy that the only place black people are really being allowed to enter the space is marketing i.e the snoops and Wiz khalifas of the world damn that's sad mm-hmm. max says man what kind of feelingless person doesn't react to a puff of air on the eyeball me that's right i am the best when it comes to taking eye exams now look if y'all can't get on my level don't be mad at nobody but yourself okay i can't help that y'all are inferior eye exam optometry test takers i can't help that okay i just know with the skills i'm naturally born and possess all right and it took lots of discipline of sitting around looking at things to master sitting around looking at things okay good luck to y'all i'm not hating on y'all you know you might be good at other type of tests but i'm good at taking eye exams yes i can see that balloon oh the bottom line e-v-o-t-e mm-hmm yes let me know mm-hmm. it's a clown that's what i'm good at a house mm. puffer eye i'm not blinking all right you know what else i did guys this is gonna really freak you out what first time i put in contacts put them in by myself one try right in walmart the woman went crazy she was like i've never seen anyone do that i was like i want to get out of these glasses so bad i'll touch all my eyeballs i don't give a fuck just get me out of here yeah i better have good sight honey my glasses is gonna be the flies glasses ever fuck that roger be laughing at me because i have to get him to put i drop some eyeballs fuck that Mm-hmm. um max says that soldier story was some mess by what logic does it make sense that a safety helmet cannot be worn over natural hair but if you put a wig over that hair you can wear the helmet yeah that don't make any sense it's the same hair underneath uh just racism so you causing me to layer up my hair basically yeah and you were saying that it's because a helmet can't be worn over your hair but why could a wig would make anyway seems to me they just make your hair make you need that would just make you need a bigger helmet right. how, how do people get to be in charge of such terrible comprehension that schism just takes over mind i guess because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they don't know nothing about our hair so it's just unkempt it's, it's nasty dirty kinky so. i don't think it's all that it's just scary it's just oh, so it's scary. the dumbest shit ever but yes you see that that that, that four c curls coming at you you just ooh. i mean i'm in the military and I, they trained me to fight the taliban but they ain't fam they did not uh train me to fight taliban two knots ah! i'm out of this i got to run 
amani says maybe your vision is getting better because your third eye is open now rod now you go on and thank uncle hotel yes thank you uncle hotel what's going on y'all it's uncle hotel no i'm sitting up here trying to learn how to read twitter and i see a person that said black men are the white people of blackness <laughs> you, you, you okay with that? I need some water. I'm just so upset. I'm sorry. You need first alkaline, of all, alkaline free water. What does words even mean? Is this a comparison, a simile, a metaphor, two synonyms? I don't know. What are words? Are they composed of letters? Are letters composed of lines? I, your boy Uncle Hotep is confused. That's all. Now I'm gonna retweet this link 75 times this week and tag them to all of them because I am a loser. Larry, get your ass back in here. I gotta go. Uncle Hotep is is out. Talk talk to y'all later. I'm coming, Mama. Uh, Miss Danny Ten says, I went to the eye doctor last week. I hate the part of the exam where after my eyes are dilated, they put that bright ass blue light right up against my eyeball. I feel like they are going to poke me in my eye, shaking my head. Mm. Yeah, they, they did have this one test with some green shit that I was just like, the fuck is this? It was new. Like, it just felt like they would put a big ass flashlight in my eyes. And that was, that was without dilating my shit. So it's like, now you want us to dilate you? I was like, no, I, I don't. Yeah, I drive myself home. Yeah, she was like, I mean, as long as you don't got to drive anything, you should be safe. I was like, bitch, you going to ask me to do this without even, that should be the number one thing. Do you need to drive? Yes. Okay, well, we'll do this another time. Right. Or did, uh, this, uh, this, uh, do you have somebody that could drive you home? Yeah. She, dial- she was going to dilate me and tell me that shit on the, on the back end. Like, you got some sunglasses or something? No. She ah! tell, why didn't y'all tell me this on the way over here? I would have, I would have figured something out. Right. I'd have took you um anyway uh have you ever let someone believe that they knew you when you when you know they didn't that's what i did with that dude at uh Publix, which i won't be going back to ever again uh yes just to not make a big deal or no i tell them right away 72 percent say yeah they do what i do so i don't feel that bad most of y'all would would try to play along too and 29 percent say they tell y'all tell them right away like i don't know you nigga and uh may i wish i had done that i didn't know this rabbit hole was gonna go this far y'all ah! we're gonna be going to the, the oh, same cookout by I the know, end of this you gonna fuck around and we gonna invite you to the cookout all right gonna be best friends and man you still picking me up after work what <laughs> what did he know i don't know him and he just keep doing this to me that would be mm. hilarious ah you know what i mean <laughs> like he know i don't know him and he just be like watch this y'all watch this hey man you still gonna pick me up after work tonight what i mean yeah dog i'm gonna be here you know what i'm saying what time you get out bro uh all right yeah i'm gonna stop over by the by the walmart where i work right is that still right uh <laughs> is that still right did i did i did i employ now right oh man uh all right so um let's get into uh we got one voicemail uh, let's see if i can play this for everyone hi rod and karen this is veggie vixen 
I was just calling because I wanted to make a comment about Dolezal and ISIS. Mm. So I'm in Dallas, and ISIS has been a mainstay uh, in the uh, black community for hair braiding and um, just really a forefront person. So it is kind of heartbreaking because I've actually been to the hair. They've had a hair parade. They used to have some type of um, hair awareness and usually the mainstay for those events is Erica Badu because her and Erica Badu are thick as thieves. Um, she is the sole person that usually does Erica Badu's hair. So if she's not available, I guess this is what happens. This, this, so out of pocket thing and so when i saw it and i saw my friends posting it saying what the hell um i really thought it was a joke um but i actually went to isis um her actual facebook page and i saw people being just you know extra uh woke but i saw no pictures of race dozal so i don't know if she was there i assume she was there Mm -hmm. but it was just mostly for um to me they just really needed some, she needed some publicity, some serious publicity. Um, it's hard to take ISIS very, very serious because she sounds like Michelle on crack. She oh. has a really, really high, high voice. But um, I have seen her and uh, seen articles and things like that. And to know that she kind of stooped so low um, is kind of a slap in the face to actual women who, um, really stood behind her and probably helped pay her bail because basically um, you have to have a license to be a hair braider. Well, a lot of people do things like that out of their house. They don't feel like they need those specific hours to um, be a hair braider. So that's what the big fight is mostly about. And she won. And so people are really excited for her, but to do this is just like so out of character. So I'm sure she got a lot of backflack but she acted very dumb about it. It's like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't think it'd be a big, big deal. But of course it is. So, another day in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Veggie Vixen, for writing in or calling in. Um, and then, uh, Karen, what did you think about it? What she said? I I agree. I think it was for attention, and no matter what she said, she knew. It's. I mean, not trying to be funny if you've been around enough I mean cause Rachel Dodezal was everywhere so you can't pretend like you're just oblivious to everything that's attached with her you can't pretend like you didn't see people's outrage people's comments even if you were not on social media people just walking around talking about it so nah you did it for promotion and then you wanted to get shocked when she got this negative backlash yeah and you have her on the flyer for the event you know and it wasn't even like a picture y'all took together or anything it was just clearly trying to capitalize on her you know on the publicity man it's mm-hmm. you know i know it's and the thing is it's your platform you know it's uh you do what you want to do i mean nobody can control you nobody can make you um you know make you not whatever the fuck but um it's just so kind of sad or whatever um to see the feel the the need to have to sink to that in my opinion um now the thing is rachel dolezal did was supposedly a hair braider and it's for braiding 
um so it's you know maybe it's not for her hair that she's there maybe they're saying you're a person that braids hair or whatever but if the person on the flyer is supposed to be some sort of representative and it's been erica badu before this making it rachel dollars out doesn't seem okay refresh oh okay all right um give me one second guys i'll refresh um what was i t painting mm-hmm. all right cool that, that that only happens on this computer still gonna move everything over to that new laptop because mm-hmm, you didn't have that problem with that one at all did you i don't remember it um all right so just give it a second i'll be back on the screen all right but yeah um yeah i, I think i think the other thing man is rachel dolezal as a symbol is just emblematic of so many problems and such a disconnect that many black people have and we've talked about it at nauseum you know during that whole ordeal but there's a lot of black people that just they put a lot of their issues into her mm-hmm. and want her to represent something that she's not whether it's the anti-black woman hatred where it's like she do more for sisters more for black people than most of y'all sisters that that lie yeah you got that lie um or whether it's the well I, why can't you just be whatever race you want races of da, 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 da. um that shit where they refuse to acknowledge that transracial only works one way in the case that she was bringing up which was um white to to wanting to be something else which ain't nothing new you know what i mean like that ain't nothing new white people having the access to be able to be like i'm gonna be calling myself this now um that's just more uh almost like uh imperialism that's an imperialistic view of race is i'm gonna do this um you know the fact that she was a liar the fact that you know she faked these hate crimes and shit i mean it was so much bad things about that saga even if it's just for the attention i don't know why you would put that person on your flyer and promote it as such um you know it's just sad really that anyone would feel like that was something they needed to do uh to get the attention to their to their march or to their event you know um but you know that's that's your brand and that's kind of what happens because you're gonna get the backlash from that and there's gonna be people you ain't the only one there's gonna be people out there that are like okay well i'm not fucking with you now i'm gonna go fuck with someone else or Mm -hmm. whatever and a lot of times these miscalculations lead to that and if you try to plead ignorance or act like you had no idea and shit that's on you like sometimes you can't plead ignorance sometimes or or you just have to hope that people trust you enough to believe that you just didn't know better because you know that's a pretty um especially to black women that's a pretty offensive person to book you know uh and i still think she's one of she doesn't even come through and, and say yeah my bad you know on that uh we got some emails cinnamon hot buns robbie says hello Roddy karen i haven't written in a while but i just wanted to let you know you two are still my number one podcast team i'm sending you a little uh sending your way a little something that you both had on your amazon wish list just to show my appreciation oh robbie okay thank you she's the one who sent us the candles 
the uh, hot buns mm-hmm. thank you sticky sticky buns. sticky buns uh i wish you two continued success both in podcasting as well as in each other congratulations on 14 years of marriage and even more years in, gen- in genuine best friendship that has clearly made to the last that was clearly made to last excellent and sweet like the fragrance of the candles smiley face mm-hmm. enjoy enjoy just like i do the blackout tips always sincerely robbie wolf girl aka butterfly rose thank you so much thank you baby we will enjoy them mm-hmm angela writes in episode 1269 and donald glover hey rod and karen i'm currently listening to episode 1269 i understand exactly what you and donald glover are putting out i'm in my mid 40s so imagine being an awkward black girl quote unquote in the 80s and 90s i grew up in a home where music has no color i listened and listened to everything from alternative music think the smiths james addiction new order to hip-hop and rb on top of all that being a nerd did not make my life any easier sound white check love superheroes and sci-fi check love the beach check um uh-huh. <laughs> being expected to explain my blackness to white and black alike was frustrating i quickly learned that not having to justify myself was the most peaceful thing i could do for myself right and that way they could just keep it trucking so many of us have struggled and are struggling with this issue so i thank you for making it part of the conversation you guys rock i love your freaking show from one pun lover to another Ange no problem thank you sweetie. thank you for listening angela and uh yeah man i you know like i said i didn't have the experience of having my blackness questioned by black people and it wasn't until i was much grown or grown that a few white people tried to do it and i just shut that shit down because it's so it was so ridiculous to me um but you know i i but at the same time i've never felt like i was navigating some type of stereotype either i had some stereotype to live up to um you know like i i need to talk this way and i need to do that um i don't think i've ever been seriously accused of talking white uh by anybody um and any black person that would have ever tried some like you're a sellout or uncle tom or you're uh white or something that that i would have laughed that off just as easily because yeah I, th- I think it's just it's such a ridiculous notion to me yeah i think the most i've ever got was being picked up for quote unquote and i didn't consider it but being smart and shit like making mm-hmm. good grades and that was from black people you know black children going you make good grades trying to be all smart and she was like yeah. what what grade what grade was this in Ooh, had to be like quote like around middle school mm-hmm around that time remember riding in the back yeah see that's the thing though that's not essentially a black thing you just were around black kids in our black ass neighborhood right like that's that's one of the that's why i said it what is happening to people is fucked is it's fucked up because like racism is like you know three feet of water that's just in around everything and what happens in my opinion to a lot of kids is not specifically black kids being anti them uh Mm -hmm. as far as like you're this type of black person so we don't fuck with you i think what happens is that kids at that age are fucked up and if you're around mostly black kids then you think well these black kids are fucked up but reality is if you were hanging out with white people they'd be fucked up too just in a different way right um and in some ways even the same way you know because it's just it's what is your experience and then what do you do with that because you don't want to let that shit fester and you don't want to let it turn you against your own people at least i didn't um and like i said i still had a pretty if there's a black privilege in all this then i pretty much had a pretty black privilege existence where there was never any doubt of my blackness uh even with 
you know my family doing pretty well uh compared to other families um you know and all that shit you know the stereotypes of all the stuff people yeah, say about being the cosby's and things like yeah that, like i know. just it ne- and that shit never bothered me i never at no mm-hmm. point did i ever think well this but i'm i what i think also my dad and my mom you know they joke a lot and i just wasn't dis- as sensitive as some kids right some kids are really sensitive to that shit and it and it sticks with them forever right and i know that uh particularly uh if if you don't actually if you're not raised in a household that's a jokeful household it lasts until jokes uh and, and for some people they become adults and they don't understand the concept of jokes or they like i don't think certain things are funny because they haven't been open-minded enough to understand that anything any topic anything you talk about could be funny in my opinion and uh you know i don't really think i formed a sense of humor until uh me and roger got started dating i mean i things were funny to me but not the sense of humor that i have now uh, because one of the things where we laughed and we joked, but not to the extent that Roderick's household did. And so I think that for a lot of people, uh, they think that you particularly, and particularly don't take nothing serious. I was like, he takes a lot of shit seriously, y'all. Like, just because he pokes fun and, 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 and form it in the, and, and present it to you in the form of a joke, it does not mean that it's not serious to him. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah that's just that's just my experience you know right. and, I, and i wasn't and uh someone in the chat says a privilege of being a big black dude i wasn't always as big so it wasn't even that for me uh i also had asthma at 15 until i was like 15 16 so i couldn't play sports i had big glasses like it wasn't you know like it just like i said i think a lot of the foundation of my household and being who it is it just i didn't take shit as seriously when it comes to someone challenging my blackness it just seemed ridiculous you know like uh some i still remember my mom buying before the mayflower what color was jesus and the autobiography of malcolm x like the idea that i'm not black seemed so far-fetched to me um but because also i didn't have parents that were trying to shield us from the fact that we were black you know i think some some people some black families that's how they approach it is well we'll have our kids gonna be around white people our kids gonna be this that, and the other let's kind of avoid talking about this let's kind of avoid confronting them with their color and shit like that um and and i i didn't my parents weren't like that you know it like so i think maybe that affects like there's so many elements that affect the childhood right. and we're talking about the most traumatic parts of most people's lives right. the most awkward stages of your lives and that shit sticks with people forever and i'm trying to learn to embrace and love people and 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 just at least consider that their experience is different than mine it doesn't mean you know that they're somehow like you know what i'm saying like that they just had a different experience i don't want to invalidate it i'm Mm-mm. just i'm willing to sit back and be like okay cool that was what your experience was you know yeah and, I, and i'm learning too to be very open-minded to it I, and i guess for me and i might be wrong but i guess for me i'm dark-skinned so to me and the way i was quest raised up there was no question in my blackness but people mm. i've talked to adults that are like light-skinned and for a lot of them their experience was completely different because it's one of those things where you ain't white but you ain't dark enough maybe i mean like i said not it, all of them yeah i mean that might that I, i'm child. sure it pays i'm sure it plays a part 
for some people but i mean there's just I, I i you know there's just certain black people that i just that's that's what their burden is gonna be right you know i remember when we were in uh when i was in inroads there was this i mean the whole program's black you're in there because you're black and, but there were a couple people where people were like okay that nigga is on some other shit like they seem like they don't like us as as black people like they don't want to be here with us and i think a lot of the reaction that they received is because of insecurity from other black people as well because you think because i know i've done that where i felt like well this black person's gonna reject me because they think they're better than me so fuck them you know and it's and it's so unwarranted um because in many cases that's just your insecurity talking they're not thinking about you that way and you shouldn't be thinking about them that way but to see it still going on in adults is when it's sad like as kids it's almost excusable because it's like kids are fucked up and you it would be if it wasn't that it was gonna be your knock knees it was gonna be your buck teeth it was gonna be your hair it's gonna be your your fat it was gonna be something like white kids do it to each other too which is why i don't believe in this like Mm -mm. superiority of white culture when people try to throw that out there like black people just so anti this like white people are too white kids beat the fuck up out of their nerves as well the 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 issue for me is just when you when you once you're an adult how are you coping with that shit and how are you learning to either let it go or what how does it motivate you because sometimes you just see shit and you're like oh this person's still stuck there like Mm -hmm. you ain't never get out of eighth grade Mm -hmm all right um let's see what else did i is there any more emails oh dion right saying rod and karen i just want to say thank you for doing what y'all do every day i hear y'all saying people have no problem telling y'all all the bad shit so i wanted to drop a few lines and tell y'all how awesome y'all are thank you you two keep me in a great spirits every day i always keep me thinking so i just want to say thanks and keep up the great work love y'all dion thank you dion thank you means the world to us sincerely um and uh yeah we'll be back tomorrow this week uh we have some good guests coming up um i know neruda is coming back mm-hmm. this time hopefully he won't be trying to do a set during the middle of the ah! show um and um i think we're also gonna have um uh jason uh who writes for um bossip uh, he goes by hip-hop obama so cool. we're gonna get to the bottom of some of those headlines okay guys find out what's up with his swirly uh romance and shit of this nature all right guys mm-hmm. so we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.